I'm very good. Good morning. I will just wait a little second. I had a problem with the live on Facebook. So it's starting. Okay. Good morning, everyone. So good morning. <laughs> so Melanie, everything is okay for this morning? Yes. Everything is good this morning. No panics on the earphones or anything. So Perfect. that was good. <laughs> so this morning, uh, we continue with the synergy. We are in the habit number six in the seven habits of highly effective people of Stephen Covey. So if you don't have the book, of course, we recommend to have the book because yes, it's fun to have the podcast, but when you read it and after that you can listen to it and talk about it, now you can really master what you learn. So make sure to have the book to really understand everything about the seven habits of highly effective people. So I will let Melanie start with the synergy in business. And I know Melanie, after your meeting last night, she was so excited <laughs> about synergy. It was really cute to see. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, I know uh, yesterday morning. Oh, I I have to turn off the sound on my phone, Mary Pierre. Or no, are you good? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. So yesterday morning, I was super excited because I had started to uh, talk about synergy and get myself uh, going on it. And I'd had a mini meeting, but last night we had a much a bigger meeting with 20 of our managers and potential managers. And uh, we had fun. I think we had fun. I know Trish was there. Trish, did you have fun last night? Yes. So uh, we, uh, we actually used Synergy to come up with some solutions to work together. And that's what it's all about, creating a better um, a, a better solution. And, you know, synergy is often used in business. And uh, when we say it's used in business, sometimes it's a little more difficult in business because business is surrounded often when we think business, we think corporate business. It's often surrounded with rules and regulations. And, you know, as we mentioned yesterday, sometimes business does its best without realizing it to uh, destroy creativity because it constrains people um, in what they can do. But there are some businesses that are open to uh, synergistic uh, solutions. And, you know, one, one thing that a business can do which can really, really um, help 
them is come up with a mission statement. And I know you guys, you've all studied mission statements. You know how important they are. Um, but imagine you come up with a, uh, in a business where you have a collaborative mission statement. And what does that mean? That means everybody is in. Everybody wants to be part of the mission because they've had part of the preparation. And so um, Stephen Covey talks about the time that um, he started to develop a corporate mission statement and he worked with his uh, all his people and just as as i felt last night and i'm still feeling this morning and uh, monique and i continued to talk about it uh, live last night um stephen covey says it was exciting he could sense the feeling that uh, they were preparing something together and uh, they kept um, evolving what the mission statement would end up being and uh, each of the statements ended up being specific and they were committed to a meaning for each participant who had been involved in it and I find that fabulous um, and their final mission statement was this our mission is to empower people and organizations to significantly increase their performance capability in order to achieve worthwhile purposes through understanding and living principle-centered leadership. And I think what, what uh, for me, the way they develop their leadership and the way we now are able to use their developed uh, mission statement um, because we have the privilege of having this wonderful book to be able to follow. I think uh, it's a really good example. But of course, in our own business, uh, in an MLM business, you can develop a mission statement. You can get buy-in. I know every member of an MLM is a, an entrepreneur, is a, a self-employed, but every person can be part of a mission statement, which is, of course, how some uh, businesses have come up with their mission statements. And the, the other thing that uh, I, I want to just touch on briefly is that you can do a mission statement in a family and I've mentioned before that we did that when my family was small but it was the same process it was a synergy that brought us together that everybody was in it everybody was part of it and we ended up with the family mission statement so the the most significant things about synergy and working together in that fashion is that everybody counts Everybody has a voice if they choose to, to be involved. And then uh, what we do is collaboratively, you bring the discussion, the points together to come up with something which is stronger than it would have been if the boss had said, okay, this is what you're going to do. So that is uh, what I love about it. And he tells the story of um, an insurance company. And he goes to this insurance company um, and they're a bit stuffy, you know, right? They've got rules and regulations and um, he was invited to attend their annual planning meeting. And he suggested to them that they uh, 
do it differently to normal. And of course, there's a bit of pushback originally. And eventually he persuaded them that they would uh, meet as normal. And what they did was they met with the whole company and they, um, they asked the senior managers to prepare what they called a white paper, which had a list of their goals and desires and everything, and just to keep those white papers to the side. And so they started their meeting. And he said the first half day was really about teaching the process, talking about principles uh, and habits four, five, and six. And the rest of the time was spent in creative energy or in synergy. And he said, you know, the release of creative energy was incredible. Um, and everything uh, changed in the environment. Excitement replaced boredom because all of the people who are involved in this process were looking forward to another day of boring discussion from senior executives who told them what they were going to do and how they were going to do it but instead they became open to each other's uh, influence they generated new insights and options and by the end of the meeting there was an entirely, entirely different um, understanding and nature of the company challenges. And all of the white paper proposals, they became obsolete. Like they looked at them, had no relevance in this new uh, way. And uh, or I guess differences, because we all know we've all worked in big companies and there's always, uh, you know, challenges between one department and another. But what happened was all the values came together and um, they had a, a new common vision. And then once you have a new common vision, now you have a, a possibility of moving forward. So um, that sort of covers what I wanted to mention this morning uh, to start with. So why don't we go over to you, uh, Marie-Pierre, because she has something exciting for you to do this morning. And uh, then uh, then you can come back to me and uh, we'll, we'll continue the discussion a bit. Yes, because I always love to do some tests <laughs> with you. And on a Friday morning, it's always fun to do a test. So we will um, uh, play <laughs> together this morning. But just before I start with this part, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. If you haven't shared, please share so people will know that we exist. <laughs> we have this uh, vision of building a thousand millionaire and we need your help to grow organically, our big community that always level up. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. If you are on Podbean, it gives you heart. So at the end of the month, you will have more chance in the draft for the conditioning program. And on Facebook, always had a comment when you share so people will know why they should listen to the podcast this morning. So let's go into the subject of today. So just remember that, yes, Synergy, we start when we decide to go to a person that is different from us and say, you see things differently, I need to listen to you. And it's exciting when you truly uh, hear out a divergent view and you start to see how to bring them together for a solution that nobody ever thought of before. 
But the fact is that, yes, there's a barrier existing and that can effectively prevent teams and companies from acting with true synergy. So these barriers are mainly historical, organizational, cultural, and behavioral. behavioral. <laughs> so first, the historical. So just think about it when, in the past, the machine came into the scene and now people maybe lost their job and they will not see that they can do better with the machine. So that's first um, the first barrier that, yes, the machine can help you and not um, be uh, uh, something bad for you. The second one, the barrier of ter territoriality. <laughs> so that means you do what is yours and I will do what is mine. So that's the mentality that is become so deeply embedded into the world of work that it's difficult to discover whether it was the individualism of employee or that inspired an ultra individualistic career reward system or whether individualized reward undermined the value of a whole in company. The third one is the Western culture that reinforces the individualism. So unfortunately, unfortunately, however, in the wrong way. So it leads us more towards selfishness than toward the development of the talents of everybody and synergy. And the last one, behavioral. So people are not really ed educated to collaborate. So they develop the mental attitude that prevent synergy like defensiveness. So when you know that there's barrier to synergy, how do you break them down? You create an environment in which synergy can flourish. So just like we talked about yesterday, we want to create that environment. So the exercise, it's really easy. It's to see how often you use the synergy producer in your environment. So you can write in the podcast, on Facebook, in the Zoom, everywhere. I will look everywhere. So you write from one to five. One is never, and five is always, always, always. For uh, I have 10 um, statements, so you can write from one to five for each of uh, the statements. And at the end, we will make the total and check, check the score that you get. So number one, from one to five, I challenge and question others. So you can go and write from one to five. So I see four, five. <laughs> Perfect. Number two, I'm honest and candid in my communication. So from one to five, where do you see yourself? Perfect. Number three, I keep commitments. From one to five. I see a lot of four for this one. <laughs> Number four, I keep my cool in stressful situation. 
can't write five for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> Perfect. We go in number five. I convey my feelings clearly. So I convey my feelings clearly. From one to five. Perfect. Number six. I'm realistic in my expectation of others. Ah, this one, uh, we have a lot of five. <laughs> Number seven, I share credit and success with others. I think people on the podcast is really generous. Everyone yeah. is writing five. <laughs> I, I haven't written one five yet, so... <laughs> Number eight, I value differences of opinion and truly seek to understand them. Number nine, I discuss the facts without exaggerating. <laughs> We all know people that always <laughs> make it big from something that is truly not the fact. <laughs> and number 10, I accept responsibility when things go wrong. So now you can um, make the total of your number. And go and write your score, your total score, in the comments, just to give an idea <laughs> what is your total score. Melanie, what is your total score? 39. 39! Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you are between 11 and 22, it says, watch yourself, you're blocking synergy. <laughs> From 23 to 44, you're on the right track, keep producing synergy. And over 45, it's great job, you're a top synergy producer. So you know where you are and you can understand if you are maybe on the right track and you just want to keep producing and keep creating that environment that the uh, energy can flourish every day. So you want to be that chief of synergy. So to be that chief of synergy, there's four S that you need to understand. It's surmounting, sapience, sociability, and synergy. Okay, there's two words I never heard before. Can, can, can you repeat the first two? The first one is surmounting. It surmounting. Means, yeah, yes. it means overcoming and rising above the main barrier that we mentioned before. So to achieve this, you must develop strategy, tactic, and tools that will help create a climate of a healthy cooperation among the team, allowing a flow of synergy action. So that's okay. the number one. The second one, it's sapience. 
sapiens i don't know <laughs> it's like it's knowledge it's i think it's knowledge sapiens like i'm not sure i think but... yes it, it because it says that it means applying the lesson learned from surmounting the barrier against synergy to improve the internal process in pursuit of the third that is sociability okay so sociability and we mean that it's the ability to be social that is to both share and get along with others and of course the last one it's creating the synergy so when you have the four s to be the chief of the synergy uh, in your environment so you can really create that environment that everyone will share and that you can uh, really uh, achieve the synergy to create something so much bigger that anyone can think of uh, at first. So to close the podcast, I will let Melanie uh, continue with the synergy. Yes, and uh, thank you for that. And I, I like that little test. Um, it's nice to know I'm on the right track. <laughs> So, um, you know, the thing about synergy is once it's like a drug in a way, because once you've achieved real, once you've experienced it and you've seen the magic of it happen, you, you can't be the same again. Right. And I think um, the experience I've had in the last 48 hours has um, given me more excitement than I've had for a long time and reminds me a lot of when I first learned about synergy and it's like everything else in life. If you don't practice these things, you forget about them. You don't, you're not living them all the time. And so, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful to have been reintroduced to synergy to be able to practice it now as much as I can with everybody in uh, different situations. So, um, you know, sometimes we try and create a, a synergy experience, but you can't. And uh, no, no single experience is going to be exactly the same as the next one. And so we have to uh, make sure that we have a process by which and, you know, having the qualities uh, and the four S's and, and being mindful of all those things is what is going to help us uh, to be able to, to capture the synergy. And I was uh, looking at, uh, and I showed this book yesterday, which is called Primary Greatness. And I was looking in here for some of the things about uh, synergy and why it's different. Why, why is it so special? And um, I, I just want to read you the first uh, paragraph of this, of this uh, section, which is called One Week at a Time. And it's in, I'm just going to check what chapter, The Lever of Priority is what it's called. And it says, as you look back on your life, you may realize that the things that mattered most were too often at the mercy of the things that mattered least. That the good was the enemy of the best. That you were terrorized by the tyranny of urgency and that you enjoyed very little creative freedom. And that really spoke to me because how many of us get tied up in day-to-day -day urgent things to the point 
that we forget about the things that are important and we go back to Covey's, you know, uh, urgent, important or non-urgent and important. And um, what he does is he describes how when um, you're in certain situations, what, what you end up doing is not creating synergy, but trying to problem solve. And so he says, when you are problem solving, you're trying to get rid of something. You have a problem, you want it to go away, you try and get rid of something. But often when that happens, you end up in a win-lose or a compromise situation. Whereas when you are in a creative mode, you are trying to bring something into being, you're trying to create something new. And so for me, it's like synergy is a positive way of problem solving, if you know what I mean. So I, I, I mean, that, that spoke to me quite a lot, Mary Pierre. So I think I would like to, to end on that note saying, you know, when we think of synergy, I want you to think of positive creations. I love it. Thank you so much, Mary, for doing the podcast with me <laughs> this morning. So thank you, everyone, for being there with us this morning. We wish you a beautiful weekend, and we will see you in next week. So thank you, everyone. Have a good Bye. day.